Hey, Will I Like It listeners, do you like a good cup of coffee, one that's rich, flavorful, and ethically sourced? Then you need to check out Dynasty of Coffee, a Yorkshire-based online coffee business that offers a range of expertly crafted blends. All of their coffee is roasted to order to ensure freshness, and they're committed to nurturing the well-being of both individuals and the planet. Whether you're a fan of a bold, strong coffee or a smooth and mellow one, Dynasty of Coffee has a blend for you. Their four main blends are inspired by different British dynasties, Saxon, Viking, Tudor, and a decaf Hanoverian. So if you're looking for a delicious and ethically sourced cup of coffee, head to dynastyofcoffee.co.uk today and use the code SAXON10, that's SAXON, all capital letters, 10, at checkout for 10% off your first order. Enjoy! Welcome to the Will I Vike It podcast. I'm your host, Craig Brooks. And today, my guest is Anatoly from Neat Land. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Hopefully, I said your name correctly. It's yes. the first time I've said it out loud. Anatoly, yes, yes. Anatoly, perfect. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought maybe initially we could talk a little bit about Neat Land in itself and its origins. But one, one question that I have is what does Neat Land mean? Uh, for us, uh, the Netherlands it's very, very, I don't know. Netherlands for, for us, they mean the it's a new, new found, new founded land, because it's translate from Swedish, from Nor- Norway languages. It's uh, translate just new land, but for us, yeah. it's new, new found land, not land, but new, new found land shores. Because in our music, in this, uh, our music, uh, our band, I don't know, is uh, travel, everyday travel. Every day we, we working on something new, we open for us, something new we found for us, something new, finding, searching, discovering. And then we moving this to our music. Yeah. So, so Netherlands, it's new found, new founded shores. Every day we just Columb, we traveling and found the new lands. So Netherlands, it's new land. Okay. Yeah. So, what was the initial idea behind Netherlands? Like, what made you start the band in the first place? The Netherlands, it was. Uh, in 2025 it will be 10 years uh, from for Netherland as a band last year it was uh, in 2023 it was 10 years for Netherland as a project because two years we made only music in studio not playing concert in 2025 in 2015 we played first concert and for us, the 2015, 2015, it's uh, most important. I don't know the date uh, when the Netherlands finally was fi- finally formed. Because before this, yeah. we uh, we I I played the music. I'm start playing music in the I don't, maybe 20, 22 years ago. 
I played uh, all music I play in, uh, it was something near the folk music, near the Nordic music, because uh, it, it was a lot of different Viking stuff. Yes, the most most Viking and Nordic stuff. And uh, Netherland, it was uh, the just started just like the evolution of all our musical projects before. Because together with Natasha, we start played uh, playing uh, fifteen years ago. We start we started playing with Natasha together with my wife, with vocalist of Netherland. Yeah. We start play together. We play the different uh, sort of acoustic uh, folk music, some kind of um, Irish folk. It's guitars, flutes, uh, it's uh, violins, bagpipes. But it was not, uh, you know, it's it was the not uh, typical typical song song list uh, as a lot of medieval bands it's Hermana League Vener uh, Friend and ev yeah. every, every every medieval band playing songs but uh, we uh, from the first uh, we start to make our own songs but arrangement in something like the folk rock music uh, inspiration from the um, ah my my memory I did <laughs> uh, inspiration with the guy I forgot that just right now that forgot the the guy with flute uh, the greatest band the rock band the guy with flute playing and dancing uh, I don't know <laughs> you know <laughs> I can't band. help. <laughs> Yes, yes, you know that. It the uh, same time, just you right heap, just uh, like the deep purple, like the rainbow, like the. Okay. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot <laughs> the name of the band. So it okay. was the yes, the it was the inspiration from the old uh, English uh, rock music with the folk moments, like the Pink Floyd, you know, like something like this. Yeah. Uh, but but then we heard the some of uh, Scandinavian bands. Mm. Uh, it was Garmarna, Hendi Garna, and we opened for us the something new. It's not so uh, not so uh, happy maybe music, but most tra tra tragedy music, most deep Scandinavian, most atmospheric Scandinavian music. Yeah, and we and we start to move in uh, on the inspiration by this band, uh, Garmarna, first albums of Garmarna, Hendi Garna. We start moving. We lit, uh, make the little turn to to music. What we played right now, what what we playing right now? Yes, later because yes, we have the lot of uh, me and Natasha were also not only musicians. We in the first way historians. Uh, we're historians. We studied in the state university. On he, 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 we studied history. Natasha discovered the Scandinavian cultures. Yeah, I worked with religions, with uh, ancient religions, old religions, and uh, history and music combinate 
to Midland. <laughs> so is that where you first met through university? Uh, what uh, can you? So you and uh, uh, you and Natalia. Ah no no no, we, uh, no 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 we met we met before. Uh, we met in in Kalachinsk. We we live in very small, very very small uh, town in uh, Siberian province, very far from the big cities. Uh, the not so many people living here, and every, everybody know the another. <laughs> so yeah, sure. You go to outside and hello, hello, <laughs> hi, hi Barbie, hi Barbie. <laughs> that sounds good. So, yes, yes small community so you've always lived there yes we live in here yeah. and we uh, we still live in here it's our homeland it's our it's most beautiful for us it's most beautiful yeah. place in the world because we visit a lot of uh, places uh, different continents but for us the Kalachins, our hometown it's most beautiful most uh, i don't know best place in the world yeah yeah so where does your inspiration come from when you're you're making an album about last album part of inspiration of course they're from the edic songs at the songs because we work in in any case we in Italy, the first, especially if you will take the first albums, you'll find a, it's Scandinavian, it's epic Scandinavian songs from the Elder, the Velushpa Havamal, the different uh, songs of uh, of Elder and other songs. So, yeah. uh, and yes, we are working with these songs, and uh, it's, I don't know, it's never endless inspiration from the Scandinavian mythology. But also it's uh, cultures, uh, traditional cultures of the native tribes of our land, of Siberia. Because Siberia, it's something like the, it's similar uh, like in Northern America, we have a lot of uh, native tribes living here. Yeah. They live. Uh, yes, yeah, they live in, in their culture. They live in. They keep their tradition. The shamanism. The same shamanism. Because shamanism right now is very popular in the world. Very popular mm. in in Europe. A lot of shamans in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, shamanism, it's uh, it's a traditional beliefs. It's traditional culture of uh, our native tribes. They live in right now. They live in, in shamanic uh, traditions. So, and this is very important inspiration for this album, for the last album, especially in music. The last album, it, it's most uh, most Siberian than albums before. Yeah, because. Uh, we worked with the legends, we worked with the uh, ritual songs of these tribes because uh, they keep the rituals for these days, the holidays. The, it's not paganism, it's not heasantry, it's uh, shamanism, it's something like nature beliefs. The people believe in 
they people believe in uh, nature power yeah in in spirits of nature not to gods not to you know the different but they have their sacrifices of course not uh, not people sacrifice but uh, they keep their animal sacrifices that but this sacrifice is not for blood not for you know i took this blood to the gods no it's uh, it's more deeper it's more it's not so simple for uh, how we can uh, how we can image it it's a mm. uh, lot of levels uh, in this tradition in these beliefs and it's very very interesting to dig through these levels through dig through these uh, layers yeah you you dig deeper deeper and deeper and you open every time you every day you can open something new something very interesting especially for me as a, like the historian of religions i found a lot of uh, fantastic stuff a lot of the similar stuff with the uh another religions and cultures another from the another part of the our world it's very interesting and yes this album the mm. torem 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 mean the torem it's a great sky of the on the language of uh, hunted tribe we have uh, the biggest tribe in our part of siberia it's uh, two tribes is hunty and mansi and torem it's a great sky a great sky where the great spirit living so torem the album named yeah. the great sky yeah so what made you because you said that that those cultures have influenced the recent album more than previously so was there a particular reason you changed direction no it's not changing direction you can hear yeah. the the music not changing the yeah. music they keep the same but uh, for us of course it's it's our land it's our homeland yeah. <laughs> of course for us it's more more closer because it's part of us my family it's Siberians my family living here on this land I don't know long 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 years and the same for Natasha and yeah. this is this is part of our life the part of our culture the part of our land and of course but in soviet union it was uh, closed it was uh, cancelled the people the tribes can't uh, make these rituals rights uh, the holidays was always the communists and <laughs> communists was the enemies of anything uh, connecting with religions or beliefs but right now the the people keep it because these tribes living not only in towns or cities this the most of these people living in very far in forests in taiga in the on to the north in the in tundra tundra it's a great great snow plains on the north yeah. and people living there like the nomads and people people keep they this these people keep their beliefs and right now they can uh, make the holidays rituals uh, do working in their tradition living in their tradition and it's very cool because you can 
you can speak with with them you can teach from them you can be a guest in their holidays you can be a guest on the rituals not it's not neo neo paganism neo heathenry it's it's it traditional beliefs it's yeah. you can feel the great very great very strong power when you part of this because it's very very deep roots very ancient something inside you start moving stuff it's i can't explain by the, my words i don't have so uh, my english uh, not so good but uh, i think you can feel the same if you will visit the holidays of american indians it's the yeah. same i think the same so does your your personal interest as a historian, are you looking at it from a historical perspective or are you a believer in the rituals and, and the shamanism yourself? Of course, I believe because I, yeah. I, I can see it by my eyes. Uh, for historian, yeah. of course, when you study in university, the, your professors, they teach you don't believe anything only uh, you can believe only if you can see it you can touch it yeah only after yeah. this you and but i i saw it i touched it i i can uh, be the part of this yes yeah. i'm historian yes for me I, i'm very i don't believe too many things too many moments uh i can uh, say i'm not sure maybe it's not true maybe it just because uh, right now you know right now it's very more speculation about the same the shamanism viking shamans shamans yeah. vikings it's uh, yeah. something new because the vikings and shamans they was the enemies because the same sami if you know the history good uh, you know the vikings and sami people who had the shamans the it was the big enemies and yeah. struggles between them so but here for me it's very interesting like the i don't know i feel the something i feel the something there i feel uh, the something very special this year when we visited latin america we we visited the sacred places of mexican people the Teotihuacan, it's the great, uh, the great ancient city with the pyramids of uh, Aztecs. It's yeah. not Aztecs, it's uh, another culture before Aztecs was, but uh, most of people think it's Aztecs culture, but it's not matter. But you can feel the Mexican, I, 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 I love the Mexican people. They're very proud, they roots. They were very proud. They pray Hispanic roots, and it's very interesting. The people you yeah. can meet, you can meet on the street. You can meet the Indians in the with the stripes. It's not, it's not neo. It's not something modern or fashion. No, it's people from tradition. It's fantastic. <laughs> yes, and I think uh, we need we need this turn to our root. In yeah. this in these crazy years, from the pandemic, and right now, this 
this turning to the roots to something deep inside us it helped to stay uh, normal people i think yeah yeah so how do you how do you go from linking your traditional roots in siberia to the vikings you obviously got an interest <laughs> in the history and the culture yes. and we obviously mentioned a bit of shamanism and things there um, uh right now uh, it's uh, in our concerts we have the something no it's uh okay <laughs> we sing in the vikings songs in yeah. tradition in in shamanic uh, traditions okay <laughs> you combine the two different things yes 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 yeah yeah because you i think most is most of your lyrics in old norse i think uh no uh, half 50 50. Okay. 50 50 it's uh, old norse 50 it's uh native languages of Siberia. yeah that's it i i just love that combination that you've managed to merge sort of two different cultures yeah. into one thing yes we like really we, cool. we like it too it's very interesting <laughs> for us yes you can uh it's uh because for us interesting nordic and siberian traditions and we cannot do anything against it because <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i don't oh, you're the historian here so i guess you might know better than me but i don't think the vikings got as far as where you are yes very far from us yeah i'm not sure we'll, where the furthest they came was uh we're living not far from the from china from mongolia okay yes we live yeah, in uh, yeah. uh, 100 kilometers to kazakhstan from our home uh, just 100 kilometers to kazakhstan we live in, yeah. we uh we live in right now uh here it's a great plains we live in great plains the nomadic land the uh, mongolians uh goons attila they moving from our territory the hungarians hungary you know the hungary the yeah. hung hungarians they are it's a people from our from our land they are moving with attila in the fifth century uh, they moving with attila to europe okay. but they are living in our region in omsk region yeah. we live in this yes they and the uh, hungarians they for well, these days they keep their beliefs the uh western siberia it's their homeland so do they do they still have the same kind of belief system there then uh, they they keep the same kind of languages the same yeah. kind of folklore and the same kind of uh, ornaments in the in clothes yeah yes because yeah. i uh uh maybe two <laughs> months ago i speak to uh the guys uh speak with me and they saying sent to me the they traditional uh they play traditional hungarian music it's it's this very similar very very similar yeah. to music of our native tribes very similar the same the same musical instruments uh they're very similar uh, language because uh yeah. our our tribes uh, the western siberian tribes language is finna 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 ugoric language it's this it's the similar like hungarian the similar like the finnish finland 
the similar like Sami people. And the similar similar like the Northern American tribes. Some tribes they keep uh, they have the connection with uh, of course maybe you know if you know the history good uh, you know the American Indians it's uh, Asian it's Siberian tribes who move into the America land in the Ice Age for yeah. hunting for find uh, the good place for living just and uh, the American Indians are just descendants of uh, Siberians okay no I didn't know that yes it's 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 true yeah. right now I, right now I read uh, another one book of about the American Indians and yes it's again the, I read the same because hmm. they they Yes, it's very interesting because uh, sometimes they uh, they invite the chiefs of our tribes of uh, Hantimansi, the chiefs uh, traveling to America to take a part uh, in the holidays of uh, tribes of American yeah. tribes. Yes, that sounds fun. <laughs> like it's mixing cool. the two. Yeah. Yes, it's uh, uh, so. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so um, you use a lot of uh, traditional instruments in your music. Yes. Um, I get we kind of covered this already, I guess, but I was going to say, are there any ways you try to keep the sound of Nitland authentic? Because obviously we don't have any music, historically speaking, from the period. Mm -hmm. um, I, the main instrument, uh, something like this instrument, Tagil Harpa. Yeah, yeah. By the way, this Tagil Harpa, it's from United Kingdom. It's may it's it was the presented to me in in on Jorvik Viking Festival. The oh, one wow. guy yes, they made and presented to me. It's it's my studio instrument. Yeah. It's not it's not Siberian shamanic instrument, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh the Siberians, uh, the Jew harps, the mouse harps, something like. Can't hear that on here, unfortunately. Got nothing at all coming. It's up. a very low ah. sound. It's no, don't yeah. worry. I had the same problem. I had Shil Bratton on last year, ah, okay. and he brought lots of instruments, and he was shaking things and, and yeah, yes, come up. yes, yeah. the same. Lot of instruments, like something. It's Mexican, you know the. Oh, that's the um, like this is that the screaming skull? No, thing, really? yes, yeah. this this is oh, screaming. Yes, this yeah. screaming, but this is uh, the previous one. It's a flute of sound of wolf. It's so a lot of yes, a lot of instruments here. Uh, we use not only not only Scandinavian cause. Uh, it's. Uh, different flutes uh, different uh, harps, uh, drums uh most of them we prefer the work with uh, to, pl to play and work with traditional uh, traditional instruments the our drums with the lasers uh, with the skin with a uh, yeah. natural laser the same the Tagil Harpa, yeah, you can, yeah. I don't know, you can see it's uh, strings, 
from the it's uh, from the animal it's animal strings it's not steel not not yeah, not yeah. hair strings but it's from animals it's very good sound of course i don't have any, anything against the animals so we are very love animals we are very love uh, yeah, the dogs sure. cats and uh, other things but uh and i don't kill the animals because uh, for me it's nature and especially yeah. the life of any any small bug it's important because it's part of something great something big of our life but yeah. uh, yes we use the instruments with the same because the laser drum it's uh have the very a special sound the very unique sound the same strings it's very i like the sound of these strings the these flutes from mexico it's a clay flute very special it's not melodic flutes it's uh most uh, something like the sound of different animals uh different uh, sound of nature because yeah. uh, the ancient people they did not play the melodies they used the instruments and their rituals just like the for atmosphere for making atmosphere for connecting with the sky with the underground world for connecting with the spirit spirits not for playing music for spirits spirits uh, i'm i'm not sure the spirits dancing on the melodies <laughs> <laughs> yes but for calling spirits they use the drums the different instruments to make the atmosphere to make the ritual more more powerful so mm. and uh, we have tried to make this too for us yeah. it's interesting very interesting john your um historical research side of things do you find that the historical research influences your music or is it a case that often when you're making music that influences you to look into certain areas of history it's uh 50 50 most uh most influences uh, coming to us uh, during the traveling when we traveling uh, when we touring when mm. we travel uh, with family we uh, meet the most influences from the travel and when we are back from the travel we start to the music the music uh, start to born with uh, the instruments help us we're back from the i don't know from the north we are back home from the north we took the inspiration from the mountains from <laughs> the oceans from the uh, a lot of snow you you feel this energy of this land and you come in here yeah. home and you start to dig uh, to uh, you feel this music because uh, every place have the different music hmm. and uh, every place sound differently because <laughs> when we travel when we was in scotland uh five years ago we played in scotland to concerts and the guys who yeah. promote this concert they traveled us uh to the lakes to the scotland lakes to loch lomond mm -hmm. yeah and and 
when we traveled by to on Loch Lomond by the small boat, I feel the sound of Scottish bagpipe. <laughs> I did not hear it, but I feel it. Well, yeah. on the on this great lake with the, the low and the hills, these hills and mountains, I feel this music. I don't know how. I don't know, for, but yes, I I hear inside my head the bagpipes, Highland pipes start playing. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, the same in Norway. Yeah, when you wake up early morning in Norway. You go outside the home, especially if you uh, not in the town or city, or if you on the something like the farm, or on small small house in the in, in mountains. You go mm. outside the door early morning. You can feel the music of this place. Uh, and books, yes, of course, books. Yes, yeah. uh, I'm. Uh, when we back home, I, for me, I find the found the book about the history of this place, because for me it's already most interesting. Then I read about this not visiting this place, but after mm. I visited this place, for me it's most interesting because I touched I touched this energy, yeah. I touched these cultures by my heads by my eyes, by my ears, I hear it. And of course, for me, after after travel in Scotland, for me, it's most interesting to read about the same, the William Wallace. <laughs> uh, after we played in Jorvik, for me, it's very interesting to read about the Vikings settlements, first Viking settlements in, uh, in Great Britain. After we played in Ireland, I read about the Irish Irish tribes living there because it's very especially place atmospheric. The Mexican, uh, France, Germany, not matter the Poland, Hungary, Romania. They have every place have their own energy and their own music and their own great history. Mm. The Siberia, the same. Siberian history is very ancient, and it's, it's very interesting. So you've already mentioned the UK a couple of times, so that's probably a good segue for us here. So in June this year, you're coming to the UK to play at the yes. Solskin Festival. Yes, yes. Um, so shall we talk a little bit about what you'll be doing there? Do you know? We will. Yes, yes. <laughs> you look surprised, like oh. <laughs> no, no, no. We are looking okay, forward okay. For, for this because uh, we are very love to travel to United Kingdom, especially the central part when the Solskin it's not far from Manchester. I saw. It's yeah. very yes. It's uh, it's very uh, United Kingdom. It's very beautiful, very beautiful from the south to the north. Very beautiful land because. Uh, you keep a lot of uh, open nature. Uh, mm. I love to travel uh, through United Kingdom by the train. When you travel by the train, you can see a lot of beautiful nature, the castles, the ancient places. It's fantastic. And there's a lot of history. Yeah. Yes, yes, a lot of history. Mm. It's very interesting. And we bring part of uh, our 
history to United Kingdom on Soulskin Festival. We will bring uh, our new album, of course. There are some songs from the new album. There are some some songs from the last albums, because I understand it's not uh, it's uh, most Vikings oriented festival. And I think it will be more, It our songs will be most oriented to the Vikings history. Yeah, they're going to have a Viking camp there. Um, but I think generally they're aiming for more of a pagan, heathen, general sort of vibe to the, to the yeah. whole event. So yeah. we will bring, of course, the our Siberians, some shamanic, uh, some shamanic stuff. We... Every, everywhere with with we took it with us everywhere right now <laughs> so and uh, maybe we will make not because uh, guys ask uh, asked us uh, not only play the concert to uh, to be a part of the ritual yes and, that was going to be my next question was as yes. far as i knew you were going to yes be yes yeah. yes we will uh, we will be because for us it's most interesting day than to play the concert the concert, of course, the concert, uh, it's uh, for us, the, it's uh, ritual too, but uh, something uh, close uh, to the people, not without the microphones or amplifiers. Yeah. It's, uh, I guess it's, it's more connected yes. with the people. Yeah. Yes. Not only with the people, the, the, it's most connected with the with place yeah and the people sure. of course yes because yeah. yeah. the, the, yes yes for us it's very interesting because the guys uh when the the guys from the solskin festival asked us about the to be the part of ritual to help to make the ritual yes of course yes yes it's uh it, it's it's very interesting for us yes have you done anything like that before so have you sort of helped to lead a ritual as part no, of a, a festival no, no, environment? No. no, 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 no. It's not first time the we played, the, we made this uh, two times this year. We sometimes we make the rituals, not concert, but the rituals uh, in in our place, not sure. far from. So yeah, I think. Did you say just now? I think you mentioned that you see your stage performance as a ritual in itself yes of course yeah. uh for us any stage performance it's not the show it's not it's not concert because yes we call it this concert because for yeah. people to understand but of course it's ritual it's built like ritual from the first to the last beat of drum from the first to the last sound of voices it's a building not it's not random it's not random um, Oh, this song, this this song, this song, this song. No, it's mm -hmm. we're building the, you know, uh, we travel for this place, we travel for these festivals, we know how uh, much time we have for playing, and we are making to, we build the music, the songs, uh, some moments between songs to, yes, of course, to make a ritual. Because mm. for us, it's important. It's important for us in the first. I had another question, but I think we've probably covered it already, really, with, with the general <laughs> chat. was I was going to say, because you're about to head on tour, aren't you, in Europe? 
next week. Yes, next yeah. next week we yeah. are going to tour. No, we're not headliner tour. We will play the tour together with the Heidevolk and the Yone. It's uh, just going to Europe because <clears throat> we did not play it in Europe one year. And we don't, usually we don't play in the tours. Usually we played only on festivals, but the guys called us to support them on this tour. Yes, for us it's interesting. Yeah, that was especially in Siberia right now, it's very cold. We go into <laughs> most warm <laughs> places. <laughs> Come somewhere warmer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, w I was going to ask whether you prefer the stage performance over being in the studio, but I think from what you've said today, I'm sure it's the live thing that, that gets you the most. Uh, in studio, it's a different experience. Yeah. Uh, with the, it's not most preferred. No, for us, we don't have the most preferred live performance or studio work. Because in studio, yeah. right now we're in our studio. I'm sitting in our home studio. We're working in home studio. Yeah. And it's very important, a, a very important experience. When you sing in or you drop, it's, it's the same ritual, but without the people. We don't need people for rituals in our studios. Hmm. We just sit in, the took the shaman drum, start beating and start singing, recording this. You can sing it another and another and another. Yeah. And uh, you feel this energy, you feel this power. It's it's a little different, but it's not. Um, I don't know. It's it's important too. Yes, for hmm. us it's uh, important too. So I mentioned to you before over Messenger that there are some questions that I ask uh -huh. every guest. Yes. But yes. before we get into those, I did. I mentioned on my page I was going to be talking to you. And I said, if anyone has a question, they could let me know. And I did have one. Uh -huh. so, so the question came in was, if your band could time travel, uh -huh. what point in time would you travel back to and play? Uh, we love the time, I don't know, maybe, maybe 20, 20 years ago, not to ancient time. Because no. I, uh, yes, I understand we did not live long in ancient time. <laughs> it's very hard to live in here, especially here in Siberia. It's a lot of swamps, hmm. deep forests and uh, wild animals. <laughs> <laughs> I think the animals uh, not best, not best uh, audience for our rituals, our music. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yes, it's true. Maybe 20, 20 years ago, maybe 30 years ago, but not because uh, 30 years ago, it was the very special time here and 20 years ago it was the more very 20 years ago i think it more it was the most funny time here a lot of freedom not so many angry people and this music i don't know 
maybe this. Yeah. Excellent. It's a good answer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll get into the questions that I ask everybody. And then I'll let you get on with your evening in peace. Uh -huh. <laughs> so the first question is, if you had an unlimited budget, what would be your dream project? The great, uh, great park uh, for the animals, uh, not not like the closed territory without uh, with uh, without hunters. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, to cancel the hunt hunting to the uh, to uh, hunting like the sport. Not yeah. hunting for the food, not hunting for the uh, traditional life of the tribes, of the native people, but hunting yeah. like for the sport, for entertainment. Yes, the special place, the special land mm. uh, for the for secure the animals. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this and some money to the cats and dogs uh, who live in on the streets because uh, it's uh, they can't they can't uh, be in safe because they don't have the hand they don't have possibilities to take the food especially the animals living in the cities and uh, i think we need to help them yes that's a great answer very it's selfless a, too <laughs> it's it's for 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 us for our family it's very important because yeah. yeah. we support the animals living on the streets yes okay the next question is could you survive on a viking age diet i'm not sure uh but I think yes, because I know there's something interesting things. And next I can play on the musical instruments. I can uh, shoot from the bow. I can uh, travel in. <laughs> so maybe, maybe yes, maybe I can survive. Yes. So would there be anything, any foods that you would miss if you were eating a Viking diet? Uh, meat with salt because vikings as i remember did not have uh, did not have the salt but i loved the meat with salt yeah i mean i think most of the meat they had would have been salty because it would have been preserved in some way ah yes so yes, i think yes. you'd be used to having salted meat i just yes, don't think yes. they weren't putting it on their chips but they were using it to to store their food yeah. So the food you eat would be salty. Oh, I read. Uh, I read yeah. when the Vikings first uh, tried salt for day. It was the something like this, especially it's tr treasure, because the salted meat it's fantastic. I yeah. yes, for me the meat with salt. <laughs> <laughs> fish, fish and chips. We love the fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. It's a good choice. Yeah, well, uh, when we yeah. travel to to, cause you 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 can't find the fish and chips in Europe. Normal fish and chips, you can't find. I mean, the uh, continental Europe, not United Kingdom. You can't sure. find normal fish and chips here in Siberia or in Russia. 
but in when we are traveling to United Kingdom, the, we, are, we came, the first to ask, give us fish and chips. Because <laughs> <laughs> fish, fish and chips is, um, originally it was created by a Jewish gentleman, oh, I think really? in London. Yeah. Oh. So actually it's, although it's thought of as being kind of British or English dish, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of influenced by another culture. Uh-huh. Which I, a lot of our food is though, isn't it? Like we eat lots of Chinese takeaways, Indian uh-huh. food. Yeah. So it's it's a good uh, it's a good food. <laughs> yeah. All right. The next question's a slightly strange one, and it's uh-huh. a fairly recent addition to the list. Is what's the weirdest thing in your kitchen? Ah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> The very very special meat in Mexico. They very it's not 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 fresh meat. <laughs> you know how it's I don't know how it's named. It's meat with the smell. With the, it's not fresh. It's very smell meat. It's and my stomach was the what had had the problem with this. <laughs> <laughs> so is it f- fermented maybe? Yes, something like that. Yes, yeah. uh, yes. It's with very strong smell, like the French cheese. They have very strong smells. It's yeah. but yeah. The Mexican meat have the very strong smells. Sometimes, <laughs> not every time. No, no. It's uh, but they have the some kind of food with a very strong smell meat. It's not. Uh, it's tasty. It's a special. But for me, it was too much, too much special. That could also be your answer for the next question, I would assume, which is, what's the worst food or drink you've ever had? Uh, It was the vegetarian's chili con carne. Yeah? Yes. Vegetarians, chili con carne, it's very, it was the very special experience. Uh, I think, uh, I think can make in the good and tasty vegetarians food, but uh, those time it was not good. Chili con carne, it was just a lot of tomatoes and lime and no beans, no nothing, just tomatoes and lime. And they call this oh. chili con carne. It was in in Europe. I don't remember where, but it was <laughs> not chili con carne. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like it. We make um, one with beans and things quite a lot. That's yes. vegetarian and it's good. So yes, yes, because because yeah. uh, we we have the friends in in Fra- uh, in La- uh, Lyon in France. Yeah, they cooked the amazing vegetarian chili con carne with the different spices and beans. It's fantastic. It's very tasty. But <laughs> those time it was not best experience. <laughs> okay, next question is, what's the most memorable meal you've ever had? Most memorable? Uh, shashlik in uh, Armenia. Shashlik, uh, it's uh, meat, something like on barbecue. And uh, three years ago, uh, we spent my my birthday with our friends in Armenia, capital in Yerevan. 
and it was the fantastic shashlik. They cooked the fantastic shashlik. Okay, and the final question is, when you die, your relatives are preparing your grave goods, what food and drink do you get to take to the feast in Valhalla? Uh -huh. Chili con carne and uh, Jim Beam. That was a very quick answer. <laughs> yes, it's my it's my favorite food. They chili yeah. cause Natasha. Yes, cause Natasha, my wife. They cooked. They very professional cooked cooking and a lot of uh, food from the different parts of the world. When we traveling, Natasha yeah. taste the foods in different parts of the world. And uh, when we are back home, Natasha tried to find uh, how it's cooking and. Try uh, start to experiment and make this. And Natasha yeah. made the fantastic chili con carne. It's best chili con carne. I because I eat the chili con carne in different countries. And Natasha's chili con carne it's uh, fantastic. And uh, Jim Beam it's my favorite drink. Yes. Excellent. Well, thank you for your time today. Um, I will see you at Solskin Festival, so you can it, actually meet in person. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything you want to plug, social media, your tour dates, anything like that? Uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put some links under the video for your Instagrams, Facebooks. Yeah, yes, kind of, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Because um, uh, in tour we will we will make a lot of posts about the, our touring, our traveling. And where's the best place for people to get your music? For you, financially, where's the best place people should should find you? Because uh, I'm sure uh, you're on Spotify, but, but is there a better option for people? Yes, the Spotify, the YouTube. Yes, the Spotify the best. I think because yeah. on Spotify, every all our songs in Spotify. Okay. Perfect. Thank right. you. Well, th thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And I will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more, remember to like and subscribe and give the show a rating. You can also help keep the show going by becoming a Patreon where you'll get early access to all episodes. Or check out my range of merch on my store. Links are in the episode description. Thanks for listening. <laughs>